0: The last word on travel.
1: With KLM Royal Dutch Airlines, new premium comfort class. Enjoy extra legroom on selected intercontinental flights.
0: Sarah Snattery is with us for our weekly travel spot and we're going to talk today about skiing in Andorra. Is that the budget version of what is often a very, very expensive holiday?
1: Hi, Matt. Um, yeah, I suppose it's certainly one of the best value um, places to ski. And a lot of people, including myself, it was where I first learned to ski, uh, where I caught the ski bug. Uh, 23 years ago it is now. Um, so yeah, it's definitely one of the better value options. It's actually duty free as well. Um, so even from a shopping point of view, but also the um, the lift passes and tuition and things like that tend to be lower price, probably about 50% than some of the, the, the rates you be paying for lift passes and ski schools and that in the likes of France or Austria. So that's, I suppose, where the the, the real value is there as well.
0: Because the costs in skiing add up enormously, don't they? Particularly if you have a family going with you, because it's not just the flights there and the accommodation. It's when you add on the ski passes and the hire of equipment, it's like the bills keep mounting quickly.
1: Yeah, they do, and um, as I said, you're right. It, you know, it it is overall it's an expensive hobby, uh, skiing without a doubt. But um, I priced a couple of things just before I came on there, uh, just to kind, of, I suppose, to, to to give you an idea. And one thing I do like about Andorra, um, I think it's it's great for intermediates, by the way, and and not just beginners. But they do have these great uh, beginners bundles. Uh, I just checked with, with Toplight before I came on, and you're looking at four hundred and twenty six euros, um, including your lift passes, your. Essence, your ski and your boot hire uh, for the week now a similar type and um, if you were to add all those up in um, in some of the other resorts you could be like six seven hundred euros per person so that's so if you if you pay for your accommodation and your flights you, usually I would always recommend probably booking a package holiday specific especially, especially if it's your first time when you add all that up together and um, it's, it's definitely the most economical way to go um, and also you have to bear in mind as well that Like everything is paid for, you know, when you get there, you've got, you you know, your activities all day long. Um, Usually most people would tend to go for half board as well with your breakfast and evening meal included. So you may just pay for lunch um, and some drinks. So it's not like when you're going to, you're bringing the kids somewhere else and you're forking out for theme parks and this and that and the other all day, because most of your activities are already um, included.
0: Tell us a bit about Andorra, though. Just where is it?
1: It's between France and Spain. It's a small, very small little, uh, tiny little country, actually. It's only 468 uh, square kilometres, which I was looking up today, like Dublin, County Dublin is 922, so about half the size of Dublin. Um, but like it really punches above its weight uh, in ski ski terms. It's like 300 of kilometres of skiable uh, slopes there, which is, is uh, incredible, really, when you think of the size of the country. And um, ju- going back to what I said, like it is very popular with first times, it's where I skied first um, but when i went back in march i was really surprised at actually after i've skied in a few places since you know how good the skiing actually is and the the facilities available and like how much it has to offer particularly you know intermediate ski skiers there's even stuff for advanced skiers there as well so it really is Like, I think because people associate it with being cheaper and with beginners, I think people don't realise actually how good the skiing can be um, in Andorra.
0: Okay, and the snow, how many months of the year will you get the snow?
1: well actually the good news see, it's so hard to tell now isn't it uh, what's yeah. going to happen but the good news is it's been lots of snow falling um, over the last week well more so in the Alps now than the Pyrenees to be fair but um, there is more snow forecast due so it's really good to see the snow falling so early this year now most resorts won't open till December anyway um, but Andorra the, it opens December until straight after Easter holidays they usually close around the 7th of April and like we skied in March uh, last year um, we were skiing in a shirts it was incredible like um it's it uh, because of where it's it's situated as well it faces the mediterranean so it's one of the snow destinations that has the most days of sunshine so it can be really quite um you know really nice kind of skiing at that time of year on the i am um, in march you know the temperatures can be really nice with the sun um, and what, what airports
0: of, yeah so what airports do you fly into to get there
1: Yeah, it doesn't have its own airport, uh, unfortunately. But the good news is that there's loads of airports. It is very accessible insofar as you've got, you know, you can fly into Barcelona, you can fly into Toulouse, you can fly into Perpignan. Um, Now, the transfer time is quite long. It's a Depends on which resort you choose, but average around three hours. Some are a little bit shorter, some are a little bit longer. Um, so it is a long transfer time, but you know it is a place you could go for a shorter stay because there's daily flights into Barcelona and Toulouse and a lot of these airports. So that's what makes it quite accessible.
0: Okay, what's the accommodation like there?
1: They have everything pretty much from chalets to hotels. To um, there's 300 different uh, accommodation options across all the resorts. There's um, there's nine different resorts. But the main resort that, uh, the area that people go to is called Grand Valara. And there's six different resorts within that ski area. And what's great about that is that if you're staying in, in Saldeo for instance, or Pasta La Casa, the, the, the more popular resorts, you can ski into any of those six resorts with your lift pass. So this is where it's great for, um, intermediate skiers as well. Because, you know, there's, you, you've got, I think, 64, um, Uh, I have written down here now, Um, that you can basically ski into all of the the different areas, 64 different lifts, 139 slopes across the six resorts that you can use with your lift pass. So, like, just to have that uh, facility, regardless of which of the resorts you're staying
0: in, is really, really good. For a lot of people, skiing is about the apres ski, particularly if they're without children. Uh, How much of an emphasis is placed on that in Andorra?
1: It's, it's fantastic. No, I mean, there's again, there's lots of different resorts you can choose from. The likes of Aronsal or El Tarta would be more quiet, more relaxed, quite nice for families. Um, and then Pasta La Casa is just pretty wild to be honest it's it's a kind of the real party club scene um but the the place i would probably recommend and where i stay twice is is Soldeo. Um it's that kind of it just has the right balance for me it has plenty of crack plenty of uh, apres ski bars but it's not absolutely wild it's just it's just right um so you can kind of take it or leave it Do do what you want but there's certainly bars there um, and including the irish those. bars i believe there's two Irish bars, yeah. There's one just right as you come off the slopes, and then there's another one that has music every night. Um, and then there's this place, Fat Alberts, that everybody. I was there 23 years ago, and I was back there again this year. And um, that everybody ends up in with DJs until the small hours. It's a 300-year-old uh, barn, so uh, there's great crack there as well. But you know, no matter what uh, après ski, you'll still manage to to get up the next morning uh, and go for the ski. Go for the um, go skiing. It's it's the best cure of all. And uh, everybody loves it. It's, it's just everybody goes there and I think that's why as well a lot of people choose half board because after you've skied on the mountain you might come down and have some drinks after you've skied and then you might go for dinner in your hotel and then Depending on, on on the demographic, of course, you could go out afterwards. But a lot of people don't. A lot of people then, you know, just they, they they've okay. had their après right ski, you know, and then they
0: they get up the next day. Thank you very much, Sarah Slattery from the Travel Expert. the last word with Matt Cooper weekdays from four thirty.